You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. Wepa! What up, everybody? It's your boy, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders Podcast. And today... We're talking to this like modern legend right here. He is a Ringo Award winning, yes, just recently. Yo, homie just won an award, Matt Kent for Folklore, right? And he's coming out with this awesome book right now with our favorite devil, Hellboy himself, you know, called Bone of Giants. And this story is amazing because, again, for me, this is like one of the craziest what if scenarios, yo. This is like uh, Hellboy meets Norse mythology on some crazy scale. Who am I speaking about? The one and only, the future legend himself. Bring him to the ring, the one and only, Matt Smith. What's <laughs> popping, kiddo? Hey, what's popping, man? How are you doing, my brother? I'm good. I'm great. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for coming on, man. How you feeling coming off, you know, an award-winning kind of, kind of month, man? You, you've been kicking ass out there for folklore, so congratulations to you. How you feeling as a winner? Thanks. Uh, yeah. Hey, think about it as that, as that post-red carpet. How you feeling, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really nice. I, I, you know, I loved Matt's script of Folklords. Uh, you know, I didn't. I was really surprised to hear that it, it, it won the Ringer Award. Surprise! Yeah, come on, man. You know, you, you know, you, 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 are a master yet, yeah, Crass. So why would you be surprised? <laughs> I mean, especially when you're sitting with another master in Matt K himself. You know what I mean? Yeah, Matt's like when Matt and I first met. I don't want to jump ahead, but no, no, go ahead. Let's talk about this because again, I want to talk about this award before we get into your origin story because this was an this is a great achievement. I feel so. You know, let's talk about that. How did you meet Matt? And yeah, and get into this. Well, I never, I've never actually met him. You <laughs> God damn it! Don't you love the world nowadays, folks? Where you don't got to meet no one. It's like just yeah. an it's an e meet, if you will. Yeah, see the space right here. I I, I never leave it. Like, I'm, I'm That's home. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we had been paired up. No, no, I I had done a few things for Boom Comics, like licensed okay. properties, like uh, Jim Henson stuff. Like, uh, oh, well, you did some Jim Henson. Were you always a Jim Henson fan? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. I grew up with all that stuff, you know, Dark nice. Crystal and Labyrinth and all of that. So, I did a Labyrinth short and then an issue of Jim Henson Storyteller. Uh, wonderful, wow. And then, yeah, and then, um, the editor of Boom I was working with wanted to do some, do some other stuff. He's like, you know, do you have any original ideas or do you want to work with someone? Ooh. Oh no 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 no! First it was the it was a Planet of the Apes story. The next thing was the Planet of the Apes story. Oh, you did it! Oh man, POTA kid, I love yeah. that series. And it gave I love me, that. Uh, two different options. It was like a long story set in the modern film, set in the newer films. Okay. Um, and that was like almost like a full issue or something, or it oh, was wow. a full issue. And then there was a short story. It was only like eight or ten pages, set in the original series you know yeah and then it was also, <laughs> yeah and then it was also matt kent you know so i was like give me the one with matt kent yes yeah, it, it's the old apes old school apes and what then, i know and yeah and then i had you know just i had read grass kings i had read uh uh ether i like you know and i love david rubin's work um but matt's work on that stuff i, I just liked a lot and yeah, he's I, a I, boss yeah and so they put us together for this just a short thing it's only like eight pages but I think we all felt like it worked out pretty well. 
And so then the editor, boom, was like, what, what can we do together that would be original? And then Matt came up with the uh, folklore script, and we went from there. Listen, this is the, the Matt Square book. <laughs> that was a Matt. So that's awesome. Okay, let's get into the origin story. I really want to know you, bro. So first of all, like, where were you raised, born? How was the comic community? And who introduced you into the man as the pop culture? And what was that first love? A whole bunch of questions in one. Go ahead. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, I was. I grew up in Haverhill, Mass, which is on the border of uh, New Hampshire. It's where Rob Zombie is from. Epa, Rob, yeah, bro. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice kid. Hey, Rob and his brother Mike, MC Spider. They're both from here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh, what do we else do we have? Archie. I think Archie Comics was based in. There's another place that claims Archie too, but I, you know, I think he. I think. Uh, Wait, you guys have a Riverdale out there? Yeah, you got, the way what? I heard it, Riverdale is based on the original, the old Haverhill High School, which is now our city hall. Oh, what, man. So what's your pop diner? <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there is a diner there, but God, I haven't been there for a few years. I forget the name. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, so Havel Mass uh, comics, like uh, my parents gave me Tintin first thing. That was like Your parents parents. gave you. Yeah, Tintin. How did this happen, though? What what was that like? Did you ask for it? You know, how did they even land in your hands? They're just like, here, read this. And I I loved it. And that that would be the start. And then when I started... So it was both of them, though. There was no... Was there any superior parent pushing it? Because I've kind of been gauging this. And within our comic family, I find it funny that it has been our mom's our grand, our grandmoms saying here. Oh, totally, totally, my mom. You know, I, <laughs> my, my father wasn't against it, but my mom. We had an amazing book collection around the house. Okay, that's like, what my father liked books. My okay. mom liked comics, and I didn't. Uh, I didn't appreciate it then. I liked it, but I didn't think. You know, I didn't think about it. It was just there. It was like food in the fridge. It was just like. But we had like Tolkien and like illustrated books on greek mythology and my uh, brother i grew up reading a crime book that my father had it was like the history of crime talking about you know fingerprints that are the most common amongst criminals earlobes are most common among criminals i'm like earlobes are you fucking serious (laughs) i mean this book was i still wish i had it i wish i could remember the author because i would buy it to this day because dude i would read that back and forth that and this other a book about custom 30s and 40s cars Nice. Like how you could customize them, yeah, and, yeah. And this is why I have a fascination with that era. Like my dream car would be a, a thirty-two Ford Roadster. That's what I want, and get pimped out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The, the Mega Mobiles, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I see many of them while I was in Massachusetts. There was yeah. an older gentleman that had one, mint all black, uh, and then he would drive it with, with without the engine cover. Yeah, so it was just gorgeous. You see this monstrous engine and this thing. You're like, whoa. Nice. A Godzilla on the on the road, bro. And let me tell you, not for nothing. I, I, if I had that, my wife knows that the stadies would just bag me because I'm going to challenge them. <laughs> <laughs> what can you do? You have that car. That's just the life you got to live once you have it. But right. uh, yeah. So get 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 into. So you got these comics. Like 10, yeah, yeah, yeah. ten. That's so crazy. Well, well ten, was, ten. Yeah, I love ten. I still love ten, ten. You know. It's, yeah. It's, it's, Are we going to keep what we love? I love Crystal, the Crystal Warrior. Who would think? Who the fuck is Chris Star? Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so then uh, eventually I started finding my own stuff. Uh, Walt Simons, 
Walt Simonson's Thor. I just oh. that for some reason. Yeah, with Thor's heart. This is what led to like an appreciation of Norse mythology later. Because later I found a bunch of stuff. But I, I was trying to think of like what the like what started it. What were the seeds for Norse mythology? Because I loved like all mythology and folklore in general, but I really leaned heavy into the Norse stuff. I feel like it was starting with those Thor comics, you know. I'm gonna, let me let me bug you out here. Would you believe that in junior high school, I actually had a mythology class, and yeah. this ma- and this teacher would come in and act out noises, like bring in motherfucking garbage pail lids and bang things out with thunder to represent Thor and all that, dude. I love. I, I I can't remember the teacher's name. God bless him. I hope he's okay. And if not, rest in peace, because he was amazing. I mean, that like you made me love mythology because yeah. he would get into it. He was like the Stan Lee of our school, where act this shit out. <laughs> I think you would have loved. That. Did you not have that in your school? No, no. I, I mean, I did have our our high school art teacher. Uh, okay. <laughs> Mrs. Baradis, Susan Baradis. Mrs. Baradis. I was like, There's a few of us who came out of Haverhill High School. Well, like yeah. Rob Zombie had Mrs. Baradis. You know, she had like drawings of his uh, that he loved. No way. You went to the same class, kid. No wonder you're like, yeah, I got to go follow the homie footsteps right here, bro. But you're yeah, killing more than him right now. I don't care. We didn't cross over. You know, he's a, he was a few. He might have been in one of my sister's classes. I don't know. Because I have a yeah. I, four older sisters and one of them might have been Rob's age. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> she, she, it wasn't mythology, but as far as like inspiring drawing and that kind of stuff, you know, she was, I think you, sometimes you can have uh, teachers who, especially in like a, like a, a really uh, important time like that, like high school where you're like taking in ideas and trying to figure out who you are. You can have a, a talenter who's really a teacher is really talented and that's inspirational, but maybe they don't know how to reach kids or, or you know, or, or teach. Then you can have someone who can teach really well, but they don't really have any work. You know, she was yeah. a combination of like her portfolio was crazy. Like, like she'd show us her work and it was, you know, you knew what she was talking about, you know, was <laughs> the real thing. Cause you, you saw her work and then, and then she just was, you know, amazing person to learn from. And so, yeah, you know, I wouldn't be doing any of this stuff without her. And I think a couple other guys wow. who, who are working as creatives now wouldn't would say the same thing. I think, she, you know, she really gave us the, you know, she, I'll say this, I won't drag it out, but there was one time we were doing figure drawing in class, you know, <laughs> you put, you know, you, you wouldn't have nudes in high school, but you put someone up on a chair and have them yeah. just sit there and keep a pose. And I was doing, you know, drawings and she came over and she looked at me and she said, you could do this. You know, you could, you nice. could do, you know, I that like, like when you're, 14 and you don't know what you're doing and you're all confused you know having someone you respect say something like that you know it 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 it, it gets in there you know you want to laugh about it all right so when i was in high school you know i when i would write like again i had to do reports and all that shit because i was in co-op and so you know we got to write reports kind of make up those classes where we're not that week that we're in working not in school right so i had to write reports to make up for classes so Hmm. I'm this type. I don't go around in circles. I need to get a little point. <laughs> so my vice principal, which was also a dean and also my teacher, she had three roles, comes up to me one day 
it says, Alex, out of everybody in this class, I think you should be a journalist. I'm like, why? She's like, you just get to the point. There's no circus about you. Just do that. You should, I think she really do that. Just my opinion on life. I never followed her advice, but then all of a sudden, look where I'm at now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> what the it's, fuck? It's sunk in there. I, heavy, I have a website. You know, it's a journalistic website because I have people that review, comment, write columns. You know, I, I'm following that path. I got my own opinions. I'm running shows in that in that scale. Like, thank you. And her, I remember. So thank you, Miss Hamill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because she probably saw the real, like, uh, interest in you. But maybe at that age, you have, like, a fixed idea of what a journalist is. And it's not stuff you're interested in. Oh yeah, definitely no, not. No, no. You will see some 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 bougie ass motherfuckers just talking shit about stuff that like, okay, do I really want to get into this mess right now? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm at the age I'm trying to get my you know, pimp, it's it's, it's music, it's girls, you know, trying trying to make some money. Sure, you know? sure. The, the ignorant age when she told me this, but you know, but I, I'm fortunate enough to have grown and learned from from yeah. my from my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So all right, so all right, so you get Tintin, you get in comics, man. When the hell did you say, okay, you know, with the advice of this teacher, is that it was at that point when you say maybe I really can get into the business? Did you? What was that first step? When did you decide to take that journey? Comics came really late. Really like, late. Uh, how much? How much later? Uh like. 20 years later or something like that. So, you know, like, like I, I did do some comics like with friends and that kind of stuff, but I didn't, I never really pursued it as a, as a goal. I feel like, I think I fell backwards into it. Like in the past, before Lake of Fire, I did this book Barbarian Lord in 2014. And that's, that's really the start of it. You know, it was a 2014. Lot of- okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Check that out. That's kind of when I started, really started elevating comic crew. We, we have the same almost Origin start point of pushing it up. <laughs> yeah. I've had it since 2006, but that was the year when my wife said change because I was trying to do a, a brick and mortar store and yeah. just, you know, finances came. And she said, you, you know, navigate it differently. And then it turned into, you know, what? Well, it could be a media outlet. <laughs> That's cool. There you go. So we have the same kind of real origin of the starting point of, of difference, right? Okay, let's let's do this now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like sometimes you just got to, you know, I don't know. Things just have to fall into place somehow, I guess. But uh, Isn't that crazy? But, but how do you feel about that? Do you think that? Is that fate? Is that just the journey? It's just life is just very unexpected that way? I guess. I mean, like, you know, I'm glad I approached it like I did uh, because I will, I'll tell you the short version of it, but it's, 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 I was doing a lot of, illust- I just wanted to be an illustrator. And then initially, I think I really wanted to do children's books. And I was doing a really? lot of, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was doing a lot of children's literature. Not, I never really got into like, painted children's books, which is where I wanted to be. Uh, but I did do like kids' magazines. I did stuff like highlights and cricket and spider and all those magazines. And then I was doing, I was doing this for years. And then I was, uh, and I liked it. I, you know, it's creative and it's fun. And, you know, I, I like, I like kids lit a lot, but then I started doing these chapter books that were, I was supposed to look like, I was another illustrator. It was like a, a much more famous author illustrator. <laughs> I was ghost okay. drawing, ghost drawing the book, supposed to look like him, you know. Okay. And, and, wow. Uh, and I was appreciate, you know, 
don't get me wrong, I was appreciative to get work, but my there was nothing, you know, I wasn't my my heart wasn't in it, you know. It, it, it's work, but it's not your work. You can't yeah. say it's yours. It's like yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And, and so it's I, hard to find it like, damn, I'm doing this, but I can't take care. It kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I was doing it for a long time, uh, and I think I just started to. I was like ready to just be done with drawing. This was this was not too long before I did Barbarian Lord in 2014. Basically, I was I was like, I think if you you can, there's a danger of getting on this track where you're like, you want to do something creative, you get offered something that pays. It's not necessarily where you want to go, but you follow it because it's like, okay, this is pain. And uh, the danger of that is that you can lose, you can lose the love that you had for doing the creative stuff. And that's, that's pretty much what happened to me. Cause I was like looking for, I was interviewing for all sorts of jobs to do anything but drawing. I was like, I was done. <laughs> And I was like, I mean, I was already working full time as it was already, uh, yeah. but, but it wasn't like, it was the kind of work where it was simple, you know, whatever I was doing, you know, so that I could go home and do the creative work. I was, I was trying to move into more creative work and then, uh, but it hit a point where all the creative work I was doing wasn't really my thing. And so before I gave up on drawing, I decided I'm going to do a project that's just things I love. It's going to be. Norse mythology is going to be the medieval Icelandic sagas, Conan, He-Man, Thundar, uh, all this stuff. I'm just going to combine all this stuff into something I'm going to write and draw. And that'll be just for me. No, no one else's input. You know, I was going to self-publish so that, you know, there's, there's no one could tell me to do it differently. I didn't care if it made sense to anyone or if anyone liked it. I was just going to do it and bring it to cons for fun to hang out with friends And, uh, and I think because I did it that way, it ended up being something I'm still proud of now, you know, because I think if I had like, oh man, I want to get into this market or I want to get fans of this thing to like, you know, if I had some targeted idea of what it was supposed to be, I might've like, I might've like, uh, hedged my bets or something. You know, I just, I just forgot. I was just like, this is for me and I'm just going to do exactly this thing and, And because of that, a publisher got interested in it. I didn't submit it anywhere. That's a whole weird oh, wow. story. What? Yeah, through a weird route, it ended up in a... I don't know if you want to hear this whole story. No, but, do it. Do it. You know, I mean, listen, everybody takes a different journey. So you never know who the hell else probably went through the same thing. Like, word, I went through the same thing. Yeah, you know, just, talk about it. It was this weird thing where I, like, I did a self-published nice. issue. Okay. And then I gave it to a friend who... I worked with years before, you know, and he had, he had, he was a book designer at Houghton Mifflin, which is a publisher here in Boston. And I didn't give it to him to like pass along. I gave it to him because he was into the, some of the same stuff. He was into barbarians and this kind of stuff. So I was like, here, I, I did this thing finally and self-published it. I sent it to a bunch of friends. And he said to me, Oh, I'm going to pass this on. You know, I'm at this publisher. I'm going to share it with, you know, editors and stuff. And I just thought, yeah, I'll never hear about this. You know, the, the, huh. you, know you say that sometimes, you know, it's your friend. Of course. Like, yeah, I'll pass it on. You know, and he's a cool guy. And I don't mean to. I, I know like, you, you love your friends sometimes. Be like, you know, I, I know you're my own, but sometimes you talk mad shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so anyway, but he did, he did pass it on. And, Grandpa, look at that. And then the funny thing though, was that the, uh, the editor who got it didn't like it. So, Oh. The first thing I get, this is funny, I didn't submit it. I didn't know it had been submitted. 
I get this rejection letter in the mail. That's like, <laughs> you know, she's like, she's like, you know, this you know, looks pretty good. It's, you know, you obviously put some time into it, but this kind of barbarians running around stuff, this is not for me. Hey, what the hell are you talking about, right? <laughs> yeah, but, then, but, then like, but there's this editor down the hall who's, you know, he's into weird stuff. I'm going to pass it to him. We'll wow. see what happens. Yeah. You know what? So, no, I would get offended. Wait, first off, into weird stuff. Damn, yeah. thank you, right? You know? <laughs> so this guy, the editor that she passes on to, does dig it. Nice. He calls me. and he and uh, So is he a widow for liking it? No, no. I mean, he, just, he was just into like different stuff, you know. I get you. No, I'm only yeah. kidding. I, yeah, I, yeah. I just love the concepts that people use. It's weird. Let me give it to this weirdo. That's how I kind of feel that the journey goes. That's messed up, man. <laughs> and then this guy. So the funny thing is, too, I tried to talk him out of it because I got like, you know, he's like, yo, would you have any interest in doing it with us? And immediately I get nervous because now we're talking. Wow. About, in my mind, we're talking about putting parameters on it like okay now it's got to be for an age range or it's got to be for it's got to have fit a market you know and so the first thing that first conversation i was like look i you know i don't want to make it more violent or anything to like appeal to like older fans i don't want to make it cute to appeal to younger fans the way that it is is the way that you know I want to do it. And and he said, yeah, all that stuff you're talking about, it's out, <laughs> it's out there. You know, there, there's, yeah. there's more, you know, older age readers, sort of Conan stories. There's cute younger stuff. That's me. Stop. How dare they judge yeah. me? I'm yeah. a Conan reader. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I love Conan. But, 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 but you know, <laughs> he was just basically, this, this different stuff is out there. What you're doing is, you know, according to him, was something different. And he said, so let's, you know, don't, we won't change anything. We won't change anything. He was like, all I want you to do is to not publish any more, self-publish it. You know, just let us do it all as one book. So just, you know, stop putting it out yourself and bring it to cons. Okay. Essentially, just put it in our hands. We got you. Yeah, yeah. So they just gave me like a year or whatever it was. How did that feel, though, as a creator, you know, having to let that go? How do you was mean? That, was that was that tough for you to for oh, the to not, okay? To, to well, not I mean, do all it. I had to all I had to do was to stop self-publishing it. That's what I'm and, saying. But being used to self-publishing, how did that feel though? Did, did you feel like it was going against your grain? Were you hesitant? Did you feel like oh, I don't know? Like again, because it's your baby, no? Well, I, I think you know he put me at ease because it's like we don't want to change anything else. Okay. You know, we don't want you to. I'm not going to, he's like, we're not going to suggest you write it any differently or draw it any differently. I, you know, I did like the idea of just show, come to cons with something new, you know? Okay. So that was a little bit of a bummer. Cause it's like, now I knew, now I knew for a good year or more, I was going to have to just keep it, you know, not secret, but I, you know, I couldn't be putting it out. There. <laughs> you know, I don't, you know, it, it was going to be like five or six issues that I was going to do whenever I had free time. Yeah. Uh, and instead, um, it was now it was going to be one book, you know, and uh, but you know, I knew when you know, once once he started talking about it, I knew I'm never going to get this thing like finished anytime soon if I'm just doing it piecemeal. And, and I don't know, you know, it's just yeah, I think just the main thing is because he wasn't, he didn't want to change it, they didn't want to change anything. I was like, I, I felt okay about it. I didn't, you know, if they, if, if they had started talking like, okay, we want you to tone down the violence that's there, or we want you to, 
yeah. you know, uh, make it funnier. I don't know. If they just started throwing in ideas, then it would then it would have changed the whole point of that series. Because <laughs> the whole point was for me to just just throw in everything I loved and not worry about who it was for, except for me, you know, if that makes sense. No, no, definitely, man. I get it, man. When you come from that creative perspective, yeah, man, you want to have something, you know, it's yours. You don't want to see it. You don't want to see too many changes. Just like yeah. me, but you think I want to let go of my baby? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this is what we do. This is indie, kiddo. We're going we're gonna to celebrate what we love. Yeah. Let's talk about what you're doing currently, right? Because you got this new book that just came out, but it was last week, right? Mm-hmm. Right yeah. here. And actually, what, I have a little PowerPoint because David, you know, the wonderful David, hi, right there from Superfan, kiddo. Shout out to my to my brother for hi, blessing David. me, blessing me with, with some images. So let's get into it because right now you're doing this book right here, Hellboy, yeah. The Bones of Giants with Magnola, <laughs> Golden, Smith, and, and Chris O'Halloran. Yo, Give me some details about this book. How, how did you land th- th- this bad boy right here? Because I read this first book and like, y'all, y'all people on some stuff, man. Wow, this was amazing, bro. I love this first issue. Thanks very much. I mean, uh, how did it come about? I think it was, you know, I had done that book, Barbarian Lord, which Mike Mignola saw at one point. That's a story too about how he saw it because that was. A- Another, another strange path. Not strange, but just unexpected. I don't know if you want me to get into that, but that was... Do uh, it, bro. Do it. Do it. Do it. That You know Dan Barrington, Nocturnals and all? Yes, I know Nocturnals. Absolutely know Nocturnals. Yes. Yeah, I love his work. Dan's work is amazing. And Dan, here's the funny thing. So I was doing... I think this was just before the Barbarian Lord book got published, but I had, I had that first self-published issue out, and I used to post about it online. Somehow Dan saw that and he contacted me uh, by email. But around that time, I was getting a, like a bunch of emails from like high school kids being, you know, you know, kind of like, how are you doing what you're doing? You know, oh, like, how do you go about comics and that kind of stuff? Okay. And Dan sent this email. I like, I didn't, I must've been sleepy or something. I didn't pick up. <laughs> I, knew, I knew his name because I have his, you know, I have his books on my bookshelf, but um but uh, just his tone was really sincere and interested, and it, I thought he was. I thought it was. This, I thought it was a high school kid because he was like, you know, hey, how are you going about Barbarian Lord, and you know, what do you, you know, what what made you do that or whatever, and how are you getting it done? Yeah. And so it didn't. I didn't immediately read this as a guy that I've been a big fan of for years and years. So I wrote back to him like. I wrote back to other kids who were had questions. I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, you know, because at the time I was working full time. And uh, so I wanted to be like, uh, try to be supportive of, of what they want to do, but also give some reality of like, yeah, you know, I'm squeezing it in nights and weekends. You know, it's, you know, you got to try to make time for it when you can and this kind of thing. And, and, yeah. and then, so I sent this, this email off and then, and then after I sent it, I realized, oh my God, Dan Barrington. I why would I why would I forget that name? And uh, I realized I just sent this email like as if I was trying to help someone out get started in comics. Where here's a guy that inspired me, you know. And so I felt I, immediately right away I wrote to him. It's like, oh my God, Dan, sorry, I just somehow did missed your name. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of your work, blah blah blah, all that. And then uh, 
And then he, at that point, you know, we just started talking a bit and he was very supportive of Barbarian Lord. He, uh, (laughs) when it first came out, well, when it was about to first come out, they had these, uh, like promo copies made and, uh, he asked for a bunch of them, like a box from the publisher. And he was, damn, a box. Yeah, a box. And he was going to pass them out to his friends. And one of his friends was, I hope he did, you know, uh, unless he's out there speculating on the market right now on your your (laughs) awesomeness. And one of his friends turns out to be, you know, one of his friends is Walt Simonson. So he passes it nice. to Walt. Oh, wow. And I think because of the Norse mythology collection, uh, Walt liked some of that. So Walt had apparently posted about it online. And so I found out from a friend of mine, this guy, Craig Russo. Who I know his- Craig Russo. Get yeah. out. Holy yeah. shit. Nice. Yeah. So Craig uh, and me are friends from a long time ago. We went to school together. We were sweet. Nice. And, uh, so one day he emails me. He said, "Hey, Walt Simonson's online posting about your 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 book." I was like, "What?" And, uh, and you were like, "What for real?" Damn! Like, <laughs> you just told me before that's kind of your like your 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 first love. Now all of a sudden, this lesson yeah, yeah, yeah. that of your first moments. love. Oh my god! Wow. It was one of these moments where I was like, well, "How is this happening?" But nice. But that's my understanding of how Mike would have first seen my work, and I would have somehow got on his radar. And I think. Wow. My interest in Norse mythology, uh, maybe he, um, you know, he saw my interest in Norse mythology so that when him and Chris Golden started talking about doing a comics adaption of Bones of Giants, you know, which was a novel first, um, yeah. you know, then my name came up. That's 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 my understanding of how it all happened. So then in like 2019, when I had that, uh, when I met Mike in Boston for lunch, Golosky, uh, Long Night in Golosky Station had come out. Um, that previous October or something. I can't remember, but I really didn't have a sense of what, you know, what he made of it. Yeah. Um, and so I was a little nervous going into that lunch. I was like, Oh, what's he going to say? You know, I wanted to meet him because he's a huge inspiration, but I was a little nervous or a lot nervous. And, uh, and then he told me that he liked Golosky station. And, and then he brought up the whole bones of giants, you know? And uh, nice. So I think that's how that all got kicked off. And then uh, Chris O'Halloran, I worked with on uh, Folklords. I mean, he made that book look amazing. And so, uh, you know, ended up pulling, you know, he ended up coming along doing Hellboy. So now we, we stayed together after. Yeah, all right. So let's look at this beautiful art, folks. Look at this. Yeah, look at this. Amazing job. I, I love his colors on this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's the shading and all. Just the color is, is wonderful. And just the premise of this whole story, <laughs> it's kind of insane, folks. I think that right there should tell you what we're talking about here. Yeah, yeah. So how was that? You know, in case some imagery like this, brother. I mean, what can I say? It's like, uh, here's the stuff I've loved my whole life, <laughs> you know? I mean... I've loved Hellboy for a long time too, but I've loved Norse mythology, you know, a long time before that. So it's like, here I am doing these two things, two things that I love, you know, in, in one book. It just, it, it felt wild. You know, it was like, uh, love drawing Hellboy. And then I'm drawing these scenes, which I don't even think are in this preview, but, uh, there's some scenes showing like, uh, you know, Ragnarok from Norse mythology, you know, I, I don't think we get the Ragnarok, but I think we see a piece of it right here. Yeah, or Thor, just like what happened, yo? God damn! Kid. You get to see a little scene of Thor when he's still like alive, you know. And, you know, uh, you know what? I would tell you something here. There's very much a likeness here to the Ragnarok one, also. You know, from my W. 
I, I see that look here of him a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's unless Simonson inspired. Yeah, that's another thing that's amazing is, uh, you know, Walt Simonson doing. I think some of his best work now doing Ragnarok. Like, yeah, like, he's a like, beast with that book, dude. I mean, yeah. if y'all not sleeping on this <laughs> that book, y'all, you know. Listen, yeah, maybe Marvel Store is not. They made him a joke now, like right, you know, Walt Simonson is keeping that realness on this other joint right there. It has its humor still, yes, but it's, that, that's the thought we want. <laughs> I love it. Oh yeah, I like it. His Ragnarok, I think, is easily one of my favorite books. Absolutely. Times. Yeah, yeah. But he's, you're gonna make this his favorite because shit happened in this motherfucker. Let me tell you, bro. <laughs> well, I got here's something that no one knows yet. Uh, Later on in the series, not in this issue, but later on, this will be a, a like an Easter egg hunt for people. I put Walt and Wheezy in the book. They're in really, the, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a, it's oh a hidden, shit, it's a hidden scene. You're gonna have to look for it later. Oh on. shit, yeah, you tease, you tease. Now people are gonna be eagle eyeing this, man. For thank you for that one. But yeah, look at your style, bro. Love right. it, man. Fantastic, bro. I mean, who's your favorite to draw? Real talk. What out of, out of, out the of characters? yeah, out of the cards. Who's your favorite one to draw? Oh, you know, I thought it would be Hellboy going into it, and I guess it, I guess it still is. But I was never like a massive Abe Sapien fan. I liked him, but it's not like. But I, I really, I found out I really enjoyed drawing him. He was Bro, like, my favorite. yeah. That's the reason I asked because just in the panel here, the way you drew his face, I could see that that you you took some time on that shit. Like, yo, I want to make him look cool in this. You know what I mean? I mean, I feel like we haven't seen those two together work, you know, because... Not too often. Yeah. yeah, early on, you know, you get them together in the early books, and then Hellboy leaves the BPRD, you know, and so that chance to draw them, you know, this classic period of them, like, working together, well, sort of like, you know, hassling each other, you know, there's scenes where you see them sort of, you know, annoying each other, that great dynamic that those two have. I mean, I, I was like, oh, man, I get to draw this stuff? This is awesome, you know? Yeah, man, I should have worn my belt buckle today. I got that belt buckle. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah, I do. I got the BPRD belt buckle upstairs, man. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, bro, this is fantastic. Can I ask, how, how happy were you when they told you, what if Hellboy... <laughs> Pick the, the, this thing up because yeah. I, I, that, that's what this is, bad boy. I mean, we see it right here. Homie has picked up the hammer. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, I had a lot of those moments. Yeah, let me let me ask you, but is this the Thor similar to Marvel? He who is worthy, or what the hell is going on here? Because literally, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, I'm not giving it away. You gotta read it. No, no, but how does it feel about this when they told you, like, yo? Hellboy is gonna be able to pick up Thor's hammer. How excited were you about that? And, and did your mind blow up? Because I know mine did. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, I mean, I read the book, uh, Bones of Giants book, back in two thousand one. So I knew the, I knew the general story then. So when they told me that I'd be doing the comic adaption, I was, you know, yeah, I was over the moon. You know, did, did you picture it then as you picture it now, as yeah, you've been drawing? Well, yeah, you know, it's interesting. I. I re- because it's like two of my favorite things, you know, Norse mythology for a long time. And then Hellboy, when I saw that book come out, I was already a Hellboy fan when that book first <laughs> came out, nice. you know. Um, I was like, oh, here's two of my favorite things put together. So I bought it right away. And then over the years, I reread it like many, many times. And so I had pictured these things. So you'd think you'd 
you'd have an advantage, you'd, you know, that, you know, yeah. oh man, I've already played this thing like a movie in my head a bunch of times. And that's true to a point, but it's also like, uh, you know, fluid, fluid pictures in your head when you're just like seeing it as a movie, it's very different than like, you know, putting it down in hard lines. So it was helpful. I mean, sure. It was helpful because I thought, <laughs> about, you know, but you know, but it was also, I realized like, Oh yeah, I pictured this. I got it. And then I was like trying to draw. I was like, Oh no, I don't got it. <laughs> so it was, you know, it wasn't like it, it wasn't like it was like super easy. I still had to fight to get the, you know, to get yeah. it to feel like I wanted it to feel. But but yeah, yeah, there was stuff there from reading it, you know, a whole bunch of times and picturing it for sure. And what's oh, this, kiddo? You send me this, kiddo. I'm like, yo, this is fire. What in the hell did you just send me? Here? Talk about this. I had this whole whole idea of like repicturing Smurfs as like these grim Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Smurf Vikings, like they were on the ship as rats, right? Fighting the rats on the ship. This is what I see. All right. Because yo, let me tell you, I have never seen a more thuggish pop of Smurf in my life. <laughs> this is just to be on a t-shirt, bro. This is some fuck bro. Have you pitched this anywhere? I need to see this, please. You know, it's funny. Uh, you know, Mouse Guard David Peterson. <laughs> he said, he said you should do this. I'm like, yes, yes. He said, I, I, I said, I don't know. I don't want to get slapped with a lawsuit. He's like, ah, oh, make him green. It'll be fine. <laughs> you, know, you gotta do something, yo, bro. Yo, talk to these folks. I think you launched something here, bro. Because yeah, when I yeah. saw this shit, this is why I had to share it last. Because I'm like, folks, let me blow your mind. This, is, <laughs> this yo, Papa, let, let me read it for you for those that aren't able to see right now, right? So, yeah. the unwise gnome is awake all night and ponders everything over. When morning comes, he is weary in mind and all is a burden as ever. Sayings of the all Papa. <laughs> I am Papa. I love it. I gotta yeah, say yeah. Latino though when I say Papa. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it. It, was, it was just you know like the uh, North, the medieval Icelandic sagas and North mythology often have this fantastic like grim tone that you just want to read it just like you just did, and it's like yeah, you take the designs of the Smurfs, you take that oh. grim Norse. <laughs> Magic, you know, you put those two together, and it's just—I thought yeah. I gotta ask my brother: is, is Papa again, folks? You guys see this image? Is Papa a Smurf sitting on a throne, right? Yeah, you know, and the mushroom is a sword behind him. Above him is a what looks like a crow, but yeah, Papa yeah. Smurf in his left hand is holding a mug. May yeah. I ask: Is this mead? Oh, of course, it's mead. Come and, on, <laughs> is, that what, is that what the Smurfs drink? Mead. Yeah, well, that's what these ones do. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, these are the most roasted Smurfs on earth, man. I love it. That's the book right there. You have <laughs> fucked me up with this. I need to see this in life. I, w- I would like subscribe to the shit out of this book, for real. I want to see this on film now, like animated film. Like, this is Thug, Thug Smurfs. I love it. This is the multiverse of the Smurfs you are creating here, my brother. Pepe, Pepe, you gotta listen, bro. Oh, Pepe, whatever you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. I yeah, I did a few more drawings like this. I got Smurf, really? kind of a Valkyrie, and uh, say word. There's like a, oh. there's like a Viking funeral, but instead of putting them on a boat, they're burning them on a big mushroom. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! I wish it would have sent me. A, a, it should be an upside down mushroom so it could float better. 
<laughs> yeah, there you go. Nice. You know, yeah, I'm upside down and, and let the teeth of the mushroom just, you know, eat, devolve and melt into them, you know, become one with the with the shroom. Oh, I think maybe we need to work on this together. Yeah, but I got, man, become one with the shroom, bro. I, I'm loving I Listen, I don't give a fuck. I was watching Smurfs like an asshole as a kid all the time. I loved it. It was oh, yeah. deep, man. It's family. A lot of shit was going on with it. There's a lot of family in Gargamo, you, you asked. And then like there's a cat, you know, evil cat that wants yeah, to yeah, come to. And all of a sudden, I have my kitty here. She's autumn, she's sweet. But yeah. although she will probably fuck up a smurf, she saw one herself. But see, <laughs> I'm in Florida. You got to see a flip a lizard, bro. She has murdered about like ten lizards. If there was a lizard lizard law, she would be locked up already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and as soon as she flips them, she tosses them. I like, stop doing it. She looks at me and goes poof. And all of a sudden, they just flying in the air, and I see this poor lizard's face. Like, help me! Oh, it, yeah. It's very sad. I try to help them, but she's very too fast for for my old ass. Hey. So, hey. so you got you got this awesome book that just came out, folks. You better go to the LCS and pick it up now. They probably ran out. You may have to get a second print if they do that at Dark Horse. Although I doubt it, because Dark Horse is like, they, they, it's all about the collectors, man. On that, like, you better fucking get them ASAP. But, you know, definitely subscribe, like, now, please. You know, or, or go get it on Comixology. Get it on digital. So what else we got going with you? Because you're doing this. What else we got going? Because you're awesome, kid. I, I love having you. You have great energy. You you, 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 dig, you dig where I dig. So what else we got coming from you, bro, other than, other than the Bones of Giants? Anything else that you could kind of tease us on? Oh, man. You know, I started on something this week. That I'm, hey, I can't talk about. Ah, you <laughs> naughty boy. Yeah, yeah. Know. No, I mean, gonna get more awesomeness. There's other things. There's, you know, there's a. Uh, there's always a few projects that are, you know, in various okay. stages. And but, you, but work is still coming, and we're going to see a whole lot more of you at the end of the day, right? I've started another series that'll be coming oh. out. But uh, yeah. okay, uh, man. Okay, okay. Uh, is it a, is it a mini or something more long? It's five issues. I can tell okay. that. Yeah. Okay, great. So are we getting a nice five issue series from you also after this? Something yeah, else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something nice. Again, you're only going to pick some fire shit. But when are we going to get the Smurfs? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just spend the rest of the time talking about the Smurfs. Gargamel. Bro, I, yeah, bro. I mean, how would you do? I got to see how you, how, okay. How do you have, okay. Do you have any possible imagery of a Gargamel in this universe that you, that you available? Oh no 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 not available. But yeah. do you have an idea? Yeah yeah, how yeah you would do it. I do yeah yeah. Nice yeah. nice yeah. nice nice. But one of the other things I have, and I'm working with this guy Tom, who's like an old friend. And he he wrote like a script that uh, I absolutely adore. That how do I describe it? It's kind of teen metalheads going into a fantasy universe. Uh, it's like you know. Teen oh, metalheads. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got like me, going bro. into like a Frank Rosetta <laughs> painting or something. It's like nice. uh, it's all stuff we love. You know, again, it's like, it reminds me of Barbarian Lord in the sense that you know we he and I have some shared history, and we took all the. Oh, well, he wrote it, so. Well, but you're a man after my heart. Barbarians, you're like all about the sword play. You know, yeah, who needs that. a knife? Let's do it, bro. We want to do it, bro. Let's do it this way. Who uh, needs the gun? That's just too easy. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold right there. See? Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, shit. Yeah, there we go. Oh, <laughs> no. 
Fuck that bad boy. You know what, though? You, you, you want to start pulling out shit? Hold on. I mean, I don't know if I could challenge you with this bad boy. But I got my baby. Oh, the there we go. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Ooh, that looks sharp. Yes, it is. She's beautiful. Yeah, yeah look at her, yo. You know, nice. there's a very much thank you to my brother-in-law that gifted me the set. He goes, you're such a fucking geek. And I, and I don't know why you don't have swords yet. But like, I have a sword. as your sister. But then then he got mad at me. <laughs> Mine's, a cheap, <laughs> Mine's is a cheap one. When I when I decided to do Lake of Fire with Nathan, I knew yeah. it was gonna, it's medieval knights, you know, or it's like crusader knights, you know, and they... Hey, they, crusaders! Man, yeah, awesome. a lot of sword action in there, and my thought was like, all right, it's, e- it's easy to draw a sword, you know, like this. Yeah. It's a little harder, it. you know, when you get it into all these, like, yes. pieces, you know? like. Do like, you have it for that reason? Kind of yeah, that's kind why of- I bought it. I bought it uh, so that I could, like, you know, basically, you know, be drawing and then look in the mirror or whatever and, like, hold it in a way and be like, okay, yeah, it does look that weird when it's foreshortened. Because sometimes oh, I do a sketch and be like, that look, that's got to be wrong. That looks weird. <laughs> and, then, and then you hold it and you look and you're like, no, that's weird. It is that weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it it so, looks weird, like, when you're going to die. Like, oh, yeah. shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got that. And there are a lot, I got, of horse, a lot of horses in the book, which I found really hard, but I, I didn't buy a horse. I want to <laughs> ask you about, have you ever gone to like that medieval-themed restaurant since you're from up north? Because oh, when, no. when I was in New York, my uh, my former brother-in-law had taken the family over to that medieval thing in Jersey. Yeah, I heard You got to eat with our hands yeah, and yeah, the yeah, whole yeah, show yeah, going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. bro. Let me yeah. tell you, I was upset, bro, because my hands were greasy as fuck, and I, like an <laughs> asshole, I wore a white shirt, so don't. Yeah, I, I'm mega the asshole. I white shirt. Like, I, no, I shouldn't. Have you just gotta get into the spirit and just you know wipe it all over yourself, and yeah. then you know you get insects and disease. And it's yeah, medieval. you know. But it turned into a story because after we left that place, apparently we started getting chased by some people in a car. Because my 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 boy was driving like a old school like station wagon similar to that from vacation. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. With the wood it's fucking paneling. Yeah. I swear to God, bro. <laughs> so. In Manhattan, we start getting chased by some people for some odd reason. I swear to God. So no matter where he went, my boy was getting chased. The same car behind him, like speeding and saying shit out the window. So we get to a red light. They start looking at us. We lower down the window. That's the problem. The light turned green, and my boy apparently stole one of the plates from the place. And you know these plates were made of metal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Would you believe he threw this shit like a frisbee at the car and we just sped <laughs> off in this woody mobile? I mean, it was totally vacation. And I'm like, we were screaming in the car. The girls are insane. I'm dying of laughter. The girls are like, what's wrong with you guys? The cops. You know, we're in New York. Come on, bro. We shouldn't be doing this shit. Throwing metal plates out of windows while we're being chased in the city after going to medieval nights. Now, if you want a Mad Max night, please hang out with Almega. That's there what happens. Throwing the medieval man a plate like a Krell style. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I love it, but you have great energy, but we're going to anticipate a lot of stuff from you. I can't wait. People got to uh, get the you know first issue, which is already out. Do you know when the second issue is coming out? Oh, God. I should know this kind of I'm, stuff, shouldn't I? Uh, yeah, bro. Yeah, I, I'm testing you like a button. Early December sometime. How, how dare I do these things? You know what? I'm going to make it easy for you folks. So right now, Bones of Giants number one is out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this now past at shop. Week. Yeah, this past week. So yeah, it'll be like you know, third or fourth or somewhere. Actually, here we go. Hey, you're close, bro. December first, you can All get right. issue two. 
All right. It's a Wednesday. Hey, that makes sense. And you got to understand, this is a four-issue miniseries. And, and, and unlike a Marvel or a DC, where you're getting like 24 pages. I mean, we're talking about 32 pages of fucking story per issue over here. All right? Our story? Yeah, there's 32 pages, man, within it. You know what I mean? So I know there's some ads in there, but you're still getting 32 pages, not no 24 with yeah. ads. We have, 30... we have 20 story pages per issue on this one. Oh, 20, you got 20, but then we got some ads. But great, but we're still getting a full book with probably some other, other stuff in it, teasing us. Who knows what's in these books? Dark Horse be blessing us, because Dark Horse is very different from other book companies, and that's why I like what they do is why they've been around for so long. You know what I mean? So great. Yo, you've been an amazing guest, bro. I love your energy, bro. God bless, bro. You, you're on an amazing journey. So I always like to do this because people never get their flowers. They say, but they're here. But let me tell you, thank you. Thank you for everything you do. Thank you for not being afraid to share your art and your artistic journey. Thank you for just sharing of yourself that way. You know what I mean? And being putting yourself out there. Thank you for entertaining us. Thank you, you very man. much, brother. You, you are amazing that. and God bless, bro. I appreciate you. Yeah, you. bro. So, um, uh, this is the last note. There's something I want you to do then in return for the community. Is there any advice you could give to any up and coming creators, you know, when they're trying to step in anything that you've learned that you think is, is worthy of sharing? Uh, you know, just to, just to, you know, do what, do what interests you. I think that's, that's what, I mean, I can't speak for like a generic thing, but like, the thing that revitalized my love in drawing, you know, was to just not try to, you know, it's not like draw Batman because Batman's popular. This, you know, find what interests you, and then if you do that, the, your love for it is gonna is gonna pour into it. It's gonna be obvious. You're gonna put in a ton of energy into it because you you get excited about it. It's gonna become like a feedback loop. Like you're like, I want to work on this particular this kind of stuff interests me. You start putting it down on paper. That gets you excited. You do more, you know, it's like if you, if you do what you love, I mean, it sounds so generic, but it's, it really is. It's true. (laughs) It's true, brother. When you do what you love, you give your best energy. And when you're hesitant about what you're doing, you're not really going to give it a hundred. So you know what? Both sides suffer, not just you, but also whoever you're working for. Then you know what? It's not fair to either. Sure. At the end of the day, you know, that's real talk. I think, you know, you got to re- really enjoy it. And that that's real. Thank you for sharing that. So with that, folks, you see it at the bottom. Please go to matt-illustrations.com. Check out everything. You know, Do you do commissions and all that stuff, too? Or, or, uh, or when, when it's not busy. Right now, this new series. I so it's closed? Oh, right. so oh, yeah, yeah. I got you know, to right put everything into this series. It's, it's, I can't wait to talk about this script, too. I can't yet, but it's... it's you know of- what, though? When you're ready, please return... You know, you you tease me, so the, so don't be like that. So when you're ready to share, say, Al, I, I'm ready. All right, yeah, I'll okay. bring you back so, and, and send me some images so you can talk what the next thing that people should be buying from the shops. All right? All right. Excellent. There you go, folks. Master.illustration.com. Go follow him on Twitter, Barbarian Lord. <laughs> and with that, you know, my outro tells you everything you got to do with exception of two things. If you want some swag, you go to comiccrusaders.us. If you want to get some awesome comics, get on the pull list where you could even get, you know, your subscription list to Matt's awesome comics, Bones of Giants, with the awesome team that he's working with. Go to comiccrusaders.shop. All right? So with that, I'm out, Mega, and I'm out. Much love, mi gente. Hasta la próxima. 
Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today. 